If you're an American conservative, you know that the societal values we hold sacred are under attack. They are hanging in the balance. How can you protect those values? By staying informed. The closing argument will deliver news and supporting evidence you need to support and defend those values. Here's Paul Smith. Good morning. This is Paul Smith, your host of Closing Argument. In these these podcasts, we discuss the important but controversial moral, political, and legal issues that affect us in America today. Some of the things we discuss are not politically correct, but all of these things are important to be discussed in order for us to preserve our liberties, to establish truth, and to let the world know that there are many of us who challenge some of the traditional radical views that are gaining widespread acceptance in the world. Today, we're going to talk about the August 8th FBI raid uh, with a search warrant on the home of Donald Trump in Mar-a-Lago, Florida. This event is unprecedented, historic, and we don't know at this point what the final outcome will be, but it raises some very, very volatile and, and uh, important issues. We'll talk about how the conservatives see it and how the Democrats see it, because they are dividing the country basically in half on their views of this. Again, we don't know what the outcome of this will be at this point, but it is so historic that it is worth talking about. And we will talk about it again, I'm sure. This program is being recorded on August 11th. It was on August 8th that the raid took place. Uh, The news today is that... uh, Attorney General uh, Garland announced that he has filed a motion to unseal the court record such that the search warrant itself and a list of items obtained could be uh, made public. Many of the Republicans had demanded that this happen. It's not clear whether uh, Donald Trump uh, will be in favor of this. So that's an interesting situation. But but I want to give a little background and, and then cover some things. First of all, the difference between a democratic republic that is operated under law and exists on the rule of law uh, is is critical in America. And uh, while both parties uh, give lip service to uh, wanting to apply laws equally and, and the rule of law, Part of the rule of law means that you apply the laws equally and you don't go out uh, trying to find a crime to fit a person and you don't go on a witch hunt. And as a conservative, I am very concerned that that is continuing. There is no question that it has happened for the last four years, basically, uh, beginning with the um, uh, the 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 claim that that Trump uh, was colluding with Russians to gain his victory over Hillary, that was totally debunked. The impeachment effort after that was debunked when he was accused of conspiring and doing illegal things with the Ukraine. And the the investigation of Trump trying to find a crime for him uh, has been frustrating to the Democrats, and they but they are relentless and are not giving up. And so there's a lot of indication that what's going on now with the January 6th committee is more of the same. And this uh, raid, uh, the Democrats don't want to call it a raid. They want to call it the execution of a search warrant. 
but it but it was a raid and at the same time uh th- this is very unusual and so what will have to happen the uh the, the public is going to turn against the democrats Mer- uh Merrick Garland and and FBI director Ray if they don't have some really bad stuff that they've found about Trump because if it's just dinky little laws where they're trying to get him for jaywalking or something that's not going to cut it because they clearly have shown a pattern of being out to get Donald Trump the attempts to get Trump appear to be a politicization of the Department of Justice where they are going after Trump and his supporters whereas they are purposely not going after high-profile Democrats who have committed crimes, such as Hunter Biden, such as Hillary Clinton, and others. Uh, and if this is true, as it appears to be, it is, it is turning America into a banana republic. This is an outrage. The Department of Justice should be politically blind to different parties, but it does not appear to be. I say I ought to say it stronger. They have shown political bias for the last four years and it's and it's it's disgusting and it's very upsetting and something needs to be done about it so after this this raid on trump's property on august 8th there were immediate outcries to impeach director ray and to impeach attorney general garland because they feel they are the the head they are the evil head that is has become politicized it's too early to know whether there's any basis for this, but, and it will be, who knows, maybe several weeks before we know. But again, the, the documents and evidence that they're looking for, they better have had some really strong, terrible evidence that they're looking for, or they are going to look bad. And it won't be enough to get Trump in a process crime. Now, the Democrats, uh, are very excited. They're joyous. They're celebrating this, this raid. Uh, both the, the, the uh, well, the news media. And it's interesting. Some of the Democrats have, uh, avoided speaking on it. Uh, Pelosi and Schumer seem to have backed off in talking a lot about it. And I think wisely so. But, but the, the comedians and the news, the liberal news media are really excited and happy about it. They hate Trump. They, they keep saying no one is above the law and therefore we got to get Trump and they want to put him in jail. But they're just looking for a crime for him. At this point, I haven't heard anyone articulate a crime that he's guilty of, except for the general accusation that he's guilty of insurrection. And there's no basis for that. So this seems to be uh, the very essence of, of what a a dictatorship and an evil dictatorship is, where it is just going after the political opponents because one's in power. And that is terrible. Another recent development from this, because many Republicans expressed outrage at this uh, raid, in fact, Trump was not in town. Trump was uh, in New York at the time. The Democrats now are talking about how how the there are now threat, heightened threats of violence against the Justice Department, and and they're they're looking to blame the Republicans and anyone who would would voice support or outrage at these raids. 
So one of the things I'm concerned of is we're going to see uh, improper arrests, unfounded arrests of people who voice support for Donald Trump in this matter. Interestingly, they, as I've uh, paid attention to the January 6th committee hearings and, and other things that are going on, the the Democrats who are after Trump try to characterize the January 6th riot as both an insurrection and one of violence. And yes, you can find some minor acts of violence, but it was certainly nothing compared to the 2020 BLM riots that caused thousands of policemen to be injured and caused billions of dollars of damage. Uh, the, the violence uh, at on January 6th was really minimal. And uh, so, but they, but the Democrats want to say how violent it was. And it really was not that bad, even, even though I don't support them. If they, if they violated the law, they ought to be punished according to the law. Also, this concern that I heard voiced yesterday by the Democrats is infuriating in view of the Biden administration's tolerance of people to go after the Supreme Court justices and violate the law and uh, demonstrate in at their homes. And when they're actually uh, addressing a case that was about to be ruled upon, the Biden administration's selectiveness in whether or not to prosecute a crime and, and favoring the the Democrats to oppose Trump and, and conservatives is very noticeable and, and very concerning to me and many others. So, uh, yes, the law should be applied equally. There's another principle here that uh, that actually makes going after a presidential candidate or former president uh, different than any individual. And that is that the candidate or or past president actually is a leadership figure and represents a lot of people. Uh, and, and in this case, Trump, about half the nation backs Trump. And so if when you go after Trump for a, a minor crime and try to make a big deal out of that, it appears like they're just trying to find something to hurt him. And and this politicization and unequal application of the law it, it may, means that people who support him are also in danger. And one of the things that's happening is by doing this, the administration and by saying yesterday that they're worried about the heightened threats against the DOJ and others, this is an attempt to chill speech and cause people not to speak up. And that concerns me. Now, uh, we're not going to know whether this uh, warrant will be revealed. I, I bet it will be. But even if it is uh, made public, we still don't have the affidavit that goes along with it. The affidavit would be the basis for the warrant. And that's another big issue because just the issuing of the warrant uh, is this should not be done unless there are very strong reasons for it. And unless they have exhausted other reasonable remedies, such as issuing a subpoena in order to get the the information they want. The other concern that I have, and based on what I've seen in the last four years, the Biden administration clearly has a record of um, trying to get people on process crimes. That's what they tried to get Flynn on and 
uh, General Flynn, uh, Comey admitted he sent people in there trying to to trick him to get get him uh, in trouble. And um, and so there are concerns about perjury traps. So uh, when that was unfolding with Flynn, I remember this going back three or four years ago. I remember Trump saying, well, he would be happy to testify. And my thought was, you're crazy. I would I would be very careful with what I say, because if you say something that turns out to be not true, next thing you know, they're going to be prosecuting you for perjury. And so I would be very concerned because they do try to entrap people. They have a record of that. The, uh, there are a couple of other things going on right now. The, this this raid is not in a vacuum. We have a general election, including uh, uh, for House of Representatives seats and some Senate seats. Uh, in less than 90 days. And the, it's possible that the, this raid, uh, doing this may give Republicans a little bit of an advantage unless they uncover something really bad. And then it may give the Democrats some advantage. But, but it also seems to be giving attention, uh, a lot of attention on Trump. And I wonder if the Republic, if the Democrats did not do this to try to urge Trump to, to run for president and to announce his candidacy before the election, because by doing so, all of the attention will go to Trump and it will go away from the dismal record of Biden and his administration. And the, the Democrats, I think, are banking on the nation a majority of the nation hating Trump so much that they'll forget about the the terrible things the Biden administration has done. That is my take. Now we'll see whether that that comes to pass or not. But there are several other things going on, as I mentioned. Uh, one of them is the January sixth committee hearings, and I don't think there's another one scheduled, but it is going forward. And they vow at the beginning of every hearing that they're out to get Trump. And uh, the hearings are basically a kangaroo court and a disgrace. But nevertheless, they do show that about half the nation uh, wants to lock Trump up. And somehow they hope they find a crime that will enable them to do it. But this is disgusting to see that. But uh, another thing that that may uh, be in play here, uh, the the search that was conducted at Trump's property uh, apparently was has to do with the Archive Records Act, where some documents uh, of a prior of a past president would become property of the government and kept in the archives. That seems like a dinky little law, and 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 there's been discussion for over a year apparently between the Trump camp and the archives uh, folks trying to get some documents, and there's been considerable cooperation. And I, earlier this year, uh, Trump apparently gave 13 to 15 boxes to the, to the archives. And, and, uh, but apparently the, the warrant had to do with that. So we're all thinking that's, that's such a minuscule, you know, silly law. It's not even a criminal law. Why would that necessitate a warrant for search and array? And, and I'm thinking, well, maybe their thinking was, maybe we don't have it, but hey, if we can get there, 
Then if we happen to see something in plain view as we go through the through the house, then you know we can we can take things in plain view that might be relevant to another proceeding. And also um, anytime they do this, there's an opportunity for talking to people where maybe they can get uh, statements. And again, if, if Trump were there himself, they would, they would hope he would talk and get him in a perjury trap. He was not there, so that one will not unfold. Another thing that's going on is that uh, Donald Trump is being pursued by the state of New York in connection with taxes. This has been going on for about three or four years. And uh, two days ago, he was deposed in New York. That may be why he was in New York instead of Florida. He apparently testified for about six hours and took the Fifth Amendment multiple times. Now, a lot of people would say, well, if, if you don't have anything to hide, you know, why are you taking the Fifth? Well, I'll tell you, after what I've seen, man, anything close, I would take the Fifth. I would decline to testify all I could because I've seen how they abuse this. Let them come up with their own evidence and because uh, they will use whatever you say against you. And sometimes they intentionally ask you false questions to try to entrap you. So I'm very concerned. The You like to have faith in in your your uh, Department of Justice. Right now, I do not. And so I, you know, we'll see whether Trump has something to hide. I mean, if in fact Trump has done something bad and then, you know, he'll pay the price and we'll see. But but this thing has been going on for four years. They keep coming up with accusations and they turn out to be to just to crumble. This has happened a dozen times. So we'll see what happens here. Okay, just a couple of other points. Uh, I want to make a comment on Judge Reinhardt, who signed off on the search warrant. And it has come to light, of course, that he recently recused himself in another case where Trump was involved. And this judge has openly, notoriously, and frequently strongly criticized Trump. And for him to not have recused himself is wrong. And this this guy is supposed to be impartial. And he has already shown his extreme dislike of Trump, so much so that he should have recused himself. And this may... One of the things I'm guessing might happen here is if there are certain serious violations of the law in connection with this warrant, that if they do find something, it may be excluded under the exclusionary rule. Now, a couple of other things. This search, this this raid came from the Department of Justice in Washington, D.C. Some people are very suspect about that. That makes sense because that's where the archives is. And so it would logically and properly come from there. And that's kind of too bad for Trump, but he's kind of stuck with that. If, if there's a jury trial in, in D.C., he's probably not going to get a sympathetic jury. Uh, so he, he doesn't have that in his favor. But still, based on the conservatives that have a majority in the Supreme Court, uh, any conviction of, of Trump on something related to this would be scrutinized. And it would have to be solid, I think, or else the Supreme Court would strike it down because they're aware of all these issues also. Now, another issue here, again, I I think I mentioned this earlier, but the seeking of a search warrant is basically a last resort and should only be sought if if there's some urgency 
why a subpoena wouldn't be adequate. And I can't see what the urgency would be in this case. There doesn't seem to be any something that's about to be destroyed. Now, another thing that's been reported is that there was a mole, so to speak, in in Trump's uh, house down there that was feeding information to the government and making them think that there might be something there to get in a search. So that's interesting. Uh, Trump has had people who betrayed him like this throughout his uh, administration. Another thing that's going on here is just a week or so ago, President Trump uh, sent a 282-page letter to CNN as he is threatening to sue them for defamation. And uh, now that's interesting, and and the defamation relates to what happened on January 6th. I've thought that that was fascinating. I'm not sure that he will prevail. It is very difficult to win a defamation suit. And and the law for this varies from state to state. So uh, in Maryland, I have an idea what it is, and I've handled defamation cases in Maryland. Uh, defamation means someone states something that's not true, and they do it on purpose, and, and it covers either what either someone's business or profession, whether the person has a loathsome disease, whether the person is unchaste, or whether the person has committed a crime. So if the newspaper uh, and or news company CNN had accused uh, Trump of sedition and insurrection, which is a crime, and there's no basis for it, Trump may be saying, even though I am a um, a public figure, you you know there's no basis for this, and you did it anyway, and therefore he may be trying to make the case of, of defamation. That would be hard to do, but but whether or not he succeeds by doing this publication and putting out there this information in this 282-page le- letter. He is presenting the evidence that supports his view of of why there were different mistakes and, and some fraud and some irregularities in the election and his basis for thinking that that he should have been elected in different states. So by doing this, he's kind of responding to the January 6th committee indirectly, and he's putting out there the information because uh, some of the reporting about Trump by the liberal media has been totally false. For example, they would say there is absolutely no evidence of fraud in the elections. Well, that's not true. There was a lot of fraud. Now, whether there is substantial fraud is another question. And and so, and was he trying to overturn the election? No, he, that's that's a mischaracterization of what he was doing because, in fact, he was trying to get. Congress to delay certifying the votes so he could check out these other places. And that is a far cry from insurrection. So he's making his case indirectly. And so that's going on. Another thing that needs to be mentioned is the day after the raid on uh, on the complex in Florida, Representative Scott Perry, Republican from Pennsylvania, who had just filed articles of impeachment against Attorney General Garland, was confronted by the FBI in, in the morning, and they took his his personal cell phone. 
He doesn't understand why, he doesn't understand the basis for this, and we have yet to find out the basis for this. That is another thing that's going on here. Why? Why a con- taking a congressman's phone? What is the urgency? I and mean, why I would like to get the bottom of that. And that is almost uh, kind of uh, eclipsed by everything else that's going on. But that is a real big deal. How can the government come and take someone's phone without giving the person a reason for why they're doing that? That is very disturbing to me. So with all these things going on, you can understand why the raid of the Trump compound in Florida has infuriated half the nation while the other half seems to be rejoicing. But it demonstrates there's a serious problem in America. Are we going to be a banana republic or not? And if there were abuses, as it seems to me there could very well be, then there needs to be a cleaning of house. And Attorney Garland and and FBI Director Ray will have to go. There better be really strong stuff or they should be out of here. And I have no doubt they will be impeached if, if there isn't strong evidence against Trump. Well, that concludes our discussion today. There will be more of this. This is a very important issue, so we'll talk about it more later. So thank you for joining us. Remember that the liberties we enjoy in America can be maintained only when its citizens are both moral and informed participants in the democratic processes. The closing argument helps us to do this. We'll see you next time. This is Paul Smith.